Hi, and uh, welcome to a very special uh, Sean and Andrew talk about movies and sometimes other stuff, too. Uh, This is going to be a bit of a special episode. Um, So Sean uh, lives out in L.A., of course, if you listen, which uh, no one does. Uh, He lives out in L.A., and um, he, through a couple connections and stuff like that, he actually was able to get us a surprise guest to interview on the show for this week, tonight, whatever. Well, it's night right now for me. You know what I mean, this episode of our show. I'm a little nervous, all right? So Sean can't actually be here, though, unfortunately, even though he was the one who set this whole thing up. He uh, he had a whole conflict with work. He has to go work on a shoot, and... I I made sure to to make like I had to reschedule a couple things. It's late on the East Coast, but I'm making sure that I'm still going to be able to uh, do this interview. Um, so I guess I'll just roll right into it. Um, so the news just came out today that uh, a certain director of our uh, that of ours that Sean and I are a big fan of is actually going to be producing a live-action Star Wars show for Disney, I believe their new streaming site, the new streaming service. I haven't been able to read too, too much about it, but I am going to be uh, interviewing the person who is actually going to be running one of the shows. Now, they've already announced a couple of these, so like the... uh, uh, No... D.B. Weiss and the other guy, the Game of Thrones guys. I should know that. I want to say Lindelof, but that's lost. Anyway, they've they've announced that they're doing one, but it's just been announced that Iron Man director John Favreau is going to also be doing one uh, as well. So we it is 11 p.m. on the East Coast right now. I forget exactly what time that translates to West Coast, but I can now give him a call. Um, calling him right now. I am pretty fucking nervous about this because I'm a big, big fan of Favreau. Oh god, I should quote swingers at him. I'm definitely gonna, definitely gonna quote swingers at him. Hello, hello. Uh, oh, uh, hi. Uh, is this uh, John? Are you recording yet, or on your end? Is your producer, whoever, recording? Yeah, yeah, I think they're recording now. All right, that's, uh, well, wow. Uh, first of all, I'm amazed Sean was able to set up this whole interview. Um, I, I, I already did the preamble. Um, I didn't want to bore you with that uh, on our on my end. Uh, but uh, nice, nice to meet you, John, even if it's over just over Skype. I, how you doing, Andrew? It's good to talk to you. Oh, I'm I'm doing all right. I just uh, I just had a big old bowl of cereal or two. I didn't want to eat that while I was you know on the mic interviewing John Favreau. That doesn't that seems like a pretty rookie move. This is a pretty rookie podcast to begin with, so I didn't want to completely embarrass you. You know. Yeah, you know, I I found out about your uh, your pretty dank memes on your Instagram page, so I uh, oh. I just had to go on the show. You know, talk about oh, movies. So you, Maybe so Iron Man. Maybe Chef. I don't know. Oh, I, I love. I mean, Chef is great. I've seen. I think all of your movies. I was actually just thinking about that. Uh, they're. I mean, they're all pretty money, baby. <laughs> that's from. That's yeah, from you know, they're money. They're money. Yeah. 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 yeah it's oh, pretty good. Boy. You know. 
You know, uh, on our podcast, I like to think of uh, Sean as the as the Favreau type, and me as more of the Vince Vaughn type. I think it kind of it kind of works. <laughs> I kind of get those vibes. You know, I uh, I definitely can hear that with you guys. It's pretty good. It's, it's money. Oh, did you did have you listened to any of our episodes, John? <laughs> yeah, my personal favorite was the. Uh, First uh, State of Star Wars, which are one of the earlier ones, you know, I like the old school stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a perfect transition. Uh, the news just broke today, although I just had a couple. Of, wait, I didn't have to. I didn't get to the bottom of one question. I'm doubling back on my transition there. I'm sorry, rookie podcast. <laughs> you said you found out about us through our dank memes on our Instagram page. <laughs> I'm. I, <laughs> I, I just never realized that anybody else liked those other than like our parents and uh, like and maybe John Favreau Tom. does obviously. And John Favreau, <laughs> I didn't realize that John Favreau. Uh, it, it also said, at, "You know what? Now that I look, now I think about it, it did always say John Favreau liked your post. I guess I just did, thought it was another John Favreau." Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad though that, you know, I know Sean has his contacts out in LA and he was able to help set this whole thing up, but I didn't realize it generated, it started from memes. Um, but back to my transition, uh, if you, you really liked our state of star Wars episode, that's great because it, the news just broke that you're going to be producing a live action, uh, series for Disney's new streaming service that they're going to be doing, I believe, uh, for star Star Wars show. Yeah, they're uh, they're starting up a streaming service. Uh, it's going to be I don't know, probably a year or so out of the way, and uh, we're doing a show. You know, uh, probably going to do a couple other things going on. Probably going to put all the the movies up there. Maybe uh, I don't know too too much about it. They don't tell me a lot of stuff, but uh, I I could gather that because you said probably going to do a couple of the things going on. I believe is what you just said. <laughs> Uh, so I I do I do take it that you you, well, you know it's, there's some secret projects that uh, that they don't want me to talk about so uh, you know oh, I gotta okay. keep my lip my lips sealed about that you know oh okay uh, well I know that it was announced that Ryan Johnson's getting some sort of trilogy about of Star Wars kind of stuff um, the yeah you know certain- we just we just thought we should have more frumpy white dudes doing more Star Wars material. <laughs> If Black Panther taught us anything, it's probably that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, but I'm sure they're going to figure... They're, they're, I mean, Disney's been trying to uh, <clears throat> open it up with, of course, uh, you know, they haven't been, actually. I can't, there's not a single diverse, really, cast person behind the scenes. There's a couple of women who work on it, but is that something you're going to, like, try and remedy at all? Well, you know, I'm going to, like I said, like the article says I'm, uh, you know, executive producing. I'll probably do the pilot and then hand it off to other creators, similar to the Orville. I did that, too. To so say, the Orville, right, right, right. Yeah, hand it off to the other people, you know, bring some uh, Star Trek people and Star Wars people. And, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... that's Seth, Seth, Seth MacFarlane, he's he's almost as good as Robert Downey Jr. You know, he's, he's really great. I mean, they're both, like, triple threats, kind of. They can sing, they can, they can act. I... I bet you know they could probably dance. I mean, I mean, you've worked with Sam Rockwell once or twice, so I've, I'm sure you you've seen the best dancing. Okay, uh, first of all, round of, round of applause for Sam Rockwell, oh, illustrious absolutely. star of Iron, Iron Man Two, just yes. won his Oscar. I, I, you know what? I watched and I 
I said it. I said this is this is a this is a, they're they're remedying the fact that he wasn't even nominated for his role in Iron Man two. And also, I'm still waiting for that bird to also get a nomination from Iron Man 2. That's right, Mickey Rourke's bird. Personally, I thought that uh, we should have gotten a, a two-peat in the supporting actor category with Mickey Rourke coming off of The Wrestler and uh-huh. you know doing his, his Joker thing. And then uh, also yeah. Sam Rockwell in that role. Uh, you know, like a... Like a what was that movie? Was it like, in a, like the Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson. They got the, the double threat. Same oh, category, same movie. Yeah. Three billboards. Iron Man 2 and Three Billboards are basically the same movie, guys. Come I'm sorry, on. did you say Iron Man 3 billboards? <laughs> Iron Man 2 billboards. Oh, okay. All right. There's, There's less billboards than Iron Man 2. Yeah, there, I'm pretty sure there is. But he does, you know what he does get three of that's kind of billboard-like, John? And I'm saying this like... But you already know this because you directed in the movie. Uh, it's that part of the movie um, uh, you're not going to like what I have to say. It's that part where in the DVD I always fast forward the scenes. And there's a solid like 15 minutes I skip where his car, the scene starts one where his car drives um, from right of frame to left, and then I pick it up again like two scenes later when his car drives from left of frame to right. And when he leaves, he's got these three like billboard kind of shaped like plans for the Stark Expo, and that's how he saw. I mean, you you know what happens next, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that when he does the uh, makes that little new chess piece for himself? Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, the triangle. And, and you see. I snuck in the Captain America shield in the background. I don't know if you saw that, but that was kind of a big deal at the time. It was a bit. I remember that. I definitely was excited about that. I, I remember when like big deals were like Captain America shields in the background, like the simpler <laughs> times. Yeah, or in like the Incredible Hulk when like somebody opens up a case and a gun just has like Stark labeled on it. And it's like, <gasps> that's Iron Man. But you already, you already knew that. Simple times, Andrew. Simple times. Yeah. Remember that? Hey, John, remember remember that time when um, uh, Tony Stark was was fighting Obadiah Stane? And he's like, oh, how'd you solve the icing problem? And Obadiah Stane says, icing problem. And then Iron Man hits him in the head and says, because it freezes and it ices up. And he says, you might want to look into it. And he hits him in the head and he falls to the, the ground. Yeah, so uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually improv that on set, and uh, that's awesome. They were like, he's got he's got to have some sort of problem with precipitation uh, up in the sky, and we we thought that when you're so high up, it probably would be ice, right? Because you know it's super cold. So uh-huh. he he had an icing problem. Oh, okay. Um, is that something you learned on the set of Zathura while uh, a space adventure? Well, yeah, actually, Dax Shepard told me much about the uh, the icing. <laughs> Dax Shepard knows a lot about uh, space and how cold it is. And Christian Stewart, a lot of S's in their names. Uh, it's Kristen quite difficult for a Stewart. guy like me, John Favreau, to. Uh, There's not a single know, like S. Jibs. That's that's a tough word. There's not a single S in the name John Favreau. Uh, it worked out pretty well for me, I must say. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's definitely true. Um, did you, uh, in the movie Chef? Did you ever think that there was going to be a scene where he was maybe going to be making a cake and there was going to be some kind of icing problem in that? 
Well, I, I can't tell, I can't say anything about the script for Chef, but I, I certainly had an icing problem on set trying to get that cake decorated. I, I, I went method. I didn't. We didn't yeah. have any. We didn't have any food decorators on set. I went method and I prepared all the food myself, and I even cooked for the crew after the after we wrapped and everything. Really good time. That's the nicest. That is the nicest thing I've ever heard. You you always come across as a really nice guy, but that's like the nicest thing I've ever heard like a director do. That's amazing. Yeah, and you know when Robert Downey Jr. wasn't shooting, he was he was whipping up some omelets on the side too. You know, are you serious? Because he's like pretty much like he's like top build kind of in that movie. Because like, oh boy, the whole thing. Yeah, he's in. He's in like a he's scene. in like one scene, right? <laughs> I don't know. You're and saying he, that like he stayed on set. Johnny, you're saying that like you were disappointed. I'm I'm, I'm just confused by that. <laughs> I, I personally, I was. I mean, we were paying him to make omelets. So I was like, hey, you want to hop in on the scene, Robert Downey Jr.? Like, why were you just paying uh, Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> Make omelets. He's, he's he's commanding like a fifty million dollars salary per like Avengers movie. Yeah, and omelets don't cost fifty million dollars, so we got a discounted Robert Downey Jr. rate to pop in a little cameo and bump up the ticket sales. You know, you got to put the butts in seats. You got to go see Iron Man in the new movie about the chef. Did you, hey, did you guys hear? Because people will be talking starring about starring the guy that plays his bodyguard in that one scene that you remember and the other scenes that you remember from Iron Man Three. Yeah, because he's in more scenes. Is, than is three. he? Because I'm. He's not directing. Yeah, no, that's true. Is he also Spider Man's butler now? Because he was in Spider Man. Well, it's it's funny you say that. Uh, I, I I they kind of omelet bought me on that one personally. They told me that I was gonna be on set making food, uh-huh. you know, personal chef. And then they were like, "Hey, you want to hop on another scene?" It's 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 a little bit of a you know labor abuse issue in, in Hollywood where they hire you to make omelets or some sort of other craft service uh-huh. and then they put you in the scene and that way they get you to do the scene yeah <laughs> it's called omelet barring <laughs> it's it's called omelet barring when this happens they 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 slap you on the omelet barring you, you, you just have to i'm sorry john sounds pretty upset about this this is fascinating it, it i didn't know this it just breaks my heart. Uh, so, like, I ooh, this is a question. Does Common have to do that a lot? Because you know how Common's always, like, in a bunch of movies, but Common's only in it for, like, five minutes? Or, like, Brian Cranston's another good example of that. Cranston's usually in a movie, but he's in, like, ten minutes. Like, when they did Power Rangers, do you think Brian Cranston did, like, his one scene where they got him naked, made him a blue alien, made him crawl around in some dirt? That's the opening scene of Power Rangers, in case anyone's wondering. And then for the rest, of- I have not, I have not seen it, and I, I now want to see that I, movie. I, you know what, John? I actually thoroughly enjoy it. it. Everyone looks like a ripoff uh, Iron Man, but I, it wasn't that bad. I have a soft spot for it. But uh, also, he's a big talking wall. It's his entire face is a big like wall. Like imagine the way oh, they, they circused him. They stand. They, they kind of circused him. But I, I, I'm sure they could have thrown one of those rigs on Cranston's such a good actor. He probably could have just belted out all that, those expositional lines he was doing. Although he has some actual like emotional scenes a little bit in there. And he probably could have been just whipping up omelets the entire time he was Zordon. He, I mean, it looks like he's, there's some steam in the background from the omelets and maybe some bacon, you know. There's definitely um, some bacon in the background of. Uh, and I kind of want some bacon now. Um, oh. Yeah, you know, uh, it, technology these days, you know, industrial light and magic is pretty big. What a digital, mm-hmm. you know, Andy Andy Circus plays badminton while he's filming his scenes. <laughs> really? You know? 
Um, I actually saw a clip, uh, and I, I would have probably liked to talk to Sean about this at some point today. Uh, I saw a clip the other, like, two days ago, because, um, well, Star, back to Star Wars, which we really should be talking more about. Um, some clips came out where it's some of the throne room scene in The Last Jedi, where it's um, the CGI, it might be all of the CGI, or it might just be the CGI for Snoke is completely removed, and it's... I mean, he's not playing any badminton in this. He's like, he's sitting there, he's acting up a storm, and it looks like it's it's really kind of neat, you know. I, I uh, yeah. Well, that's why everyone praises Ryan Johnson. He he's not about you know pulling multiple jobs when he high as you on set. He just wants you to do that one thing, mm-hmm. you know. So like Peter Jackson, he had. He had him doing, you know, all the, you know, he's making, he was making the stew that Sam was making in the mm-hmm. scene. He he was doing the stew on okay. set, but he was also Gollum at the same time. But you know, technology was kind of primitive at yeah. the time. He's, you yeah. had to make the um, stew like that's that's also a pretty good metaphor. You can't you can't just CGI no, stew. No, yeah, you no, you you'd be able um, to tell. They see they CGI the milk in the Hobbit though. You could tell that right. Um, I mean, I, 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 you know that's you know I see when the the big the tall guys pouring the milk for the little guys and uh, oh that guy who turned out to be like a coke dealer or something like that <laughs> the guy he was a bear in the movie and he wasn't a bear it was yeah, pretty crazy yeah, most of his scenes got cut from the third one because he turned out to be like a coke dealer or something like that um, he's real important in the book I know that much uh, he literally kills one of the five armies and in the movie. Can't really tell which of the five armies there are. Um, There's like seven of them. Yeah. Are we, do you want to just talk about the Battle of Five Armies, John? Because I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really want. I to. got a bone to pick, and I got a bone to pick with that. You know, I What's was, uh, I was, I, I fell asleep a little bit. Anyway, let's go back to Star Wars. Let's, let's get with John, the people. I just want to say, see, I think he would have made a phenomenal dwarf in in the Hobbit. You could have been any single one of them. Well. I actually screen tested for uh, Galadriel, but they were like, uh, "Why would they, they, let they were it get like, that uh, far?" No offense. They, they were a little worried about Kate Winslet's, you know, availability, oh, so they Kate were Blanchett? like, you know, we, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Kate Blanchett. I get my Kates no, mixed fair. up. Uh, next, year, next year you're gonna be saying it's Kate Capshaw up there, John. <laughs> Steven, that's Steven Spielberg's wife. <laughs> All right, so I, I mean, they, they uh, must yeah. have just been doing good. Uh, There's no way they were going to replace. I'm, I'm no offense, but after the Lord of the Rings movies, I don't think that they would have been replacing Kate Blanchett with John Favreau in the role of Lady Galadriel. <laughs> I, I can't see it. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a hard sell. I actually think they might have had me do Saruman because you know, maybe like having, Sam, you know, like maybe like Sam's Lee. dad. The old gaffer, I could see that, because like that would have been like a connection to Rudy as well. Because weren't you like Rudy's friend? This is Dan Gamgee. Dan Gamgee. <laughs> the old gaffer, the old gaffer, Dan Gamgee. And it was just like you know, I didn't even put on an accent. I was just like, hey, how you doing? You uh, sent. You coming back with the Frodo? You get the ring on? You got it? John, okay, good. I thought you might have been confused. Get in the house. Because you're playing his old gaffer. I thought you would might have been like, all right, I need a couple of HMIs over here. I need some... some. 
Well, there was a bit of confusion on the first day. I was like, so, all right, what are we working with? When's sunset? Mm-hmm. Where are we going? When's this, you know, when's going to be high noon? And then they were like, no, you're not the lighting guy gaffer. You're Sam's gaffer, you know, in the movie. And then they ended up cutting my scenes anyway because they were like, we already overstuffed this movie with Frodo and, you know, a million other things. Mm-hmm. So they were like, eh, I don't think. Sean Astin needs to really be in this. Yeah, that's so. fine. I don't think they needed. I don't think the Hobbit movies needed a scene where uh, those were for the four-hour director's super duper okay. cuts that you might be able to squeeze in. I heard you guys are doing a fan edit for you know. We've talked the, about the it, and uh, to be honest, after watching all three of them uh, in one solid sitting on a plane, you know what, John? We'll see. <laughs> We'll see how I'm feeling about that. I, you know what? I'd still probably do it. I think it just, you know. I, um, it's probably not going to be as high as it no. seems. You know, you just you follow the book, throw the major you, scenes you in. You cut out and everything where it's just like, how would Bilbo know this? Which is basically everything with Orlando Bloom and most of the battle. So you're cutting a lot. But uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. So do you... What can you tell me about the Star Wars show? I know there's not a lot of information that's been released. I don't know how much you know, or, like, did you have a pitch or anything like that? Like an era? Get this. Oh, boy, exclusive. Exclusive. You never heard this from me, uh, okay? John, I... Off the okay. record. You're going to de- you're gonna delete this. All right, I'm going okay, off the record no, I'll right delete now. It. John, just imagine I'm just at the omelet bar. I'm just like, hey, John, how's it going? Swipping up. What do you want? You want some mushrooms on there? Some some information about your live action Star Wars show coming to Disney's streaming service. All right. So it's going to take place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So it's like kind of a period piece. Yeah. Um, At least that's what they told me. So I'm thinking, like, you know, it's going to be. You know, a little regal and traditional, mm-hmm. you know, some gold and like, you know, so some cl- nice clothes. And then it's also in space, though. So they also have to have face masks on because you can't breathe in space. Mm-hmm. So in space, no one can even breathe. No, exactly. So they have to wear, you now, know, so. Did you hear about this from Dax Shepard or was this something that they told you? Well, you know, I kind of had to unlearn everything I learned on Zisora because, uh, you know, that's like real. That's grounded in reality. And Star Wars is like space fantasy. So everything was a little more grounded in Zisora. And like, you know, it was we were dealing with real physics. We hired that guy, Kip Thorne, that, you know, he just did it on style oh. with Nolan. So we were talking about theoretical physics oh, and yeah. like what what would happen if a board game sucked you out into and outer that space. That was also about trying to get and, to a black hole. So that's kind of, yeah. So, yeah. wait, so you not only did on, on, I'm sorry, have I been saying it incorrectly? I've been saying Zathura. What have you, how do, how do I pronounce it? Uh, Zathura. That's, uh, oh, okay. that's how I pronounce it at least. I don't think that's right oh. either, but. All right. Zathura. Zathura. I think it's like a French root, I think. There's like a little bit of French in there. Zephyr. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do my reel for you, Mr. Favreau. I don't have a reel, but I do do shitty comedy in Philly. Um, I'll put you in one of the, the cantina scenes. I can improv. I can improv. Be, I had an improv be, show tonight. There's going to be a cantina scene in every single episode, Andrew. I can tell you that because 
it's a requirement in the new Star Wars agreements when you sign on to write and you know direct and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, JJ got one. Okay. Brian Johnson got one. Did Colin Trevorrow? We'll never know. Unfortunately, oh, that's probably because JJ is going to probably throw one in there too. I think this talks about you know me yeah. starring in it possibly. What? You're going to be start? John, you'd be a... So, yeah. John, I, mean, I think I, you'd be a great bartender at any cantina that, like, they decide to throw into one of these things. See, here's the thing. I might shoot for chef of the cantina because oh. they never show the, the... You know, we always see the bar. We never see uh-huh. the, the kitchen. So I think that would be, like, a... We've never seen a Star Wars kitchen, have we? Like, you know, all we've seen is, like, blue milk. I'll be honest. And, like, I some, think some weird soup that they eat, maybe? But not CGI soup. I think in Phantom Menace, I want to say in the prequels, we probably have. We've definitely got a glimpse of it in Attack of the Clones and Dexter Jetster's Diner. And, but that's like a 50s cafe. I want to say also on the uh, Mos Espa scenes of Phantom Menace, there's a bunch of like weird um, uh, shops and stuff, and they meet Gra who is. Making a bunch of food. I only know this from a different podcast, John. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't even know that shit. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You bleed. nerd. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. You know what? Make me an omelet. Okay, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude. That was rude. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So it sounds like so. There's got to be a cantina cantina scene like every single episode and all the new shows. And all the new Star Wars stuff, like that's I, I usually like those sequences though. I think Force Awakens had one when we went to Maz Kanata's castle. Canto Bite was in the Last Jedi. I, I don't remember anything from Rogue One, but I assume there was I something. mean that whole movie was kind of a dingy, dirty bar, wasn't it? Oh <laughs> good, good criticism. Plus, uh hey, John, you know what? You I think it'd be great if um you throw in those two guys from the cantina uh, that pop up in Rogue One, and like they're just tr- they're always like they can be like um, you know uh, let me let me try and think like like a Hey Arnold side character who's always like who's like always down on his luck like like their whole bit is that like they're always trying to start a fight with a new person and then the other guy the one guy's just like Hey what are you doing here and then his buddy's just like Cool it's like cool it. <laughs> Well, actually, you kind of just stumbled on some pretty major plot points because my Aren't show is going to be following those two guys. Going bar to bar? That makes so much sense. They were like, let's get the guy that did Swingers. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I, I, I see it now. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to just make I'm hopefully I'm not. Overstepping they were the like, lines. forget forget the guy that did Iron Man and Iron uh-huh. Man 2. We want the guy uh-huh. that did Swingers to take over Star Wars. And that's like the angle that they're going. I was like, okay, my ears are perking up. My mm-hmm. Mowgli ears are perking up. I was like, Mowgli ears? I don't <laughs> The Jungle Book. I got, I got it. Because I directed the Jungle Book. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about the Lion King, but uh, continue. So uh, it's gonna it's gonna be like you know swingers meets maybe like lethal weapon with a little bit of cowboys versus aliens with a little bit of cowboys versus aliens 
And what's that one with uh, Schwazy and the, he's the Roadhouse? The Roadhouse. We're going to put a little bit of Roadhouse in there. Oh, and shit. I would watch the fuck out of this. <laughs> that would be the most, rid- like, I'll be honest with you, John, that feels like a show for... And I'm, this is going to sound hurtful for absolutely no one. However, the people who stumble onto that show, it would probably, if done right, that could be fucking wild. That could be absolutely wild. Just two guys who travel the galaxy, who one of them's always looking for trouble, the other one's always not. And they kind of go bar to bar because that's just kind of like the life that they know. You get a little bit of like a, like a diner's divins and drives. Right? Is that what that show's called? <laughs> well, you know, the host of that show, Guy Fieri, is in fact a space alien. So, <laughs> oh, okay. he's also my distant cousin. He's <laughs> is that true, John, or is that just a fucking good joke? <laughs> Same got you to laugh at. Yeah, it did. Is this is the lead singer of Smash Mouth also your distant cousin? He's actually my brother. Oh. Okay. Ron Favreau. Ron Favreau. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just John and Ron. One went to direct several movies. One went to have a ridiculous hit song that was in the credits of several movies. I mean, that's a good At the end of the day, who really wins that battle? Do people remember Smash Mouth or do they remember the guy that directed movies that they like? Oh, boy. But you're also in movies that people like, and people like you in movies. I don't know, you know? man. You know that movie, uh, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard? And yeah. Yeah, Dad's, always, Dad's always like, the wrong kid, Dad. Oh. That's what, that's kind of like the vibe I got when One All Star hit the hit the charts, and it kind of just mm. motivated me to do uh, a sequel, do, do keep going after Swingers. Yeah, you know, what, what is the sequel to Swingers? There is like that. I was trying to remember it. I don't. I, don't, I should have done more research, but I had to eat cereal. It's um, it's called it's something. It's gonna piss me off. I should probably. You know what? I'm gonna look it up. Four Four Christmases. It's not Four Christmases, John. <laughs> it is not. It is absolutely not Four Christmases, John Favreau. I did you direct that? I, I thought you're in Four Christmases. Uh, John Favreau. Uh, so is uh, so is Vince Vaughn. So uh, you yeah, know. I feel like that was probably directed by like. Aren't you friends with um the guy who's Ralphie Peter, and uh, Peter Billingsley? Yeah, Peter Billingsley is directed right. by him. Yeah, he definitely holy produced sh- it. Holy shit, John! You're in Solo, a Star Wars story. Are you? Did you forget that you're gonna be in Solo, a Star Wars story? <laughs> Me and Sean had talked about that too. That's I'm just remembering that now. Truthfully, I. Uh, they haven't filmed my scenes yet. <laughs> when are they gonna fucking get around to it? They just added my role. Oh my yes, god! Yesterday they just added my scene like yesterday. So, uh, oh, you know, Ron Howard. You know, he doesn't sleep, so we just direct. He just goes all the time, and we the actors come in in shifts. Oh, that can't be. That can't be healthy. That can't be healthy at all. Ever ever since uh, Grinch, he just has become a machine. Mm. Oh, really? 
That's that's pretty intense. Made, made. That is that is the sort of pseudo sequel I believe you directed. Uh, that to swingers that was bothering me. I also forgot about some of the other movies you did, and I would love to ask a couple questions. Um, what was it like just being on Daredevil? You know, just- uh, it was uh, it was a great time. Uh, being foggy was uh, an honor. You know, I, I appreciate and respect the uh, the new interpretation, but uh-huh. you know, it was it was hard to leave. It was hard to see someone else taking the taking that role. Yeah. Um, had a great time with uh, Ben Affleck, and uh, yeah, it, it gets a bad rap. And you know, people say the CGI looks like you know it's almost as bad as Black Panthers. Uh, oh, but, uh, yeah, I had, I had said that, uh, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm a big fan. That's why I, you know, like, I'm throwing the references oh, at you. Thank you. Well, uh, here's a, a, a reference. Uh, you were the Doctor and Elf, and you directed Elf. Almost forgot yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, people forget about that. You know, I, you and uh, Peter Billingsley are like the king of Christmas, the kings of just, Christmas. We just love Christmas. We love, you know, the time of giving having. and all the ca- capitalism. You know, and uh, uh, all the money. You know, and you know, yeah. every year those uh, residuals from TBS come in from Elf, and it, you know, it's just. Uh, oh yeah, it's a good sight. Yeah, I'm sure it's nice to see. Uh, I'm sure if you had your way, you wouldn't just have one Christmas. You wouldn't just have two Christmas. You wouldn't have three Christmas. You would have a couple's retreat of Christmases. <laughs> oh, you would like that one. Um, That's good. So I have a question because I, I remembered this. I watched the CGI Clone Wars TV show, and you had an extended role in that show. Um uh, I just saw the name up. I had watched it a couple of years ago. Not that time. Let me find it. Uh, and I, just, I was just wondering if you plan on like using or bringing over anything from the character of Previsula, or Previsla, who was a pretty well, badass character from what I remember. So Previsula came from uh, when we were doing Previs. I was we were about like, to let's, say. Let's, let's just throw a eula on there and it's uh i love star wars i saw a great tweet or a meme about it you know some names are like ukla balukla and some names are like greg starship it's the best you know it's such a such a wide some there's you know there's a mon mothma and then there's a john favreau oh are you Um, playing yourself in solo i'm playing my like i said you know i got my 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 alien half, co- my alien distant cousin Guy Fieri's got a hookup in the, <laughs> in the galaxy end. far, far away. Okay, he's from where Star Wars takes place. Is okay. What I'm saying, so. Oh wow, that's actually fucking amazing. Um, is he like a Dexter Jetster type? Like I, I don't know. He, um, he, he actually. Uh, had to sell his franchise to Dexter. Oh my god. That explains his that explains. Guy Fieri's Guy Fieri's uh his first restaurant was Dexter Jetster's nineteen fifties diner on Coruscant. Is that what you're trying to tell me, John? And you're not saying this is a real thing. Guy Fieri was uh sell had a he had a blue milk and uh Womp Rat restaurant. That's all it served, huh? And it, 
And, you know, Womp Rats is kind of, you kind of have to have a, an acquired taste, you know. People, it's like outer rim food, you know. Yeah, I mean, so, and they're big. It's a whole, I mean, they're two meters wide. That's, they're that's not two small. meters wide. You can, you can bullseye them in your T16. Yeah, um, I used to do that all the time back home. That's a quote so, from Star Wars. Yeah, so, you know, guy had to sell the restaurant to Dexter and, you know, the whole thing. Hey, is that why he goes as Guy? Because he's a spaceman who landed on Earth and he was like, oh, I am Guy. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like probably what happened in Mork and Mindy in an episode. That was probably his, co- like, Mork's cover name. My favorite Martian, yeah. uh, E.T., Dresses and Drag. It's it's a pretty common f- Alien out of water tactic. Yeah, just um, saying, my name is like, oh, or like, I'm human. And then some like electric light orchestra song will play in the background. And, uh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, fucking love ELO. John, what do you think of ELO? Uh, well, you know, Jeff Lynn's actually another distant cousin of mine. Oh, and, really? uh, Oh really? I'm gonna look him up. A lot of a lot of famous a lot of famous people that I'm a lot of famous fabrics. You know, so you know, I'm I'm tr- I'm in talks with you know I'm trying to get Robert Downey Jr. on the show, but you really? know, he's you know a little out of the TV budget, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I yeah I feel like it'd be cool to see. He I think was on Ally McBeal for a time, but he doesn't really do. Um, a lot of projects in between the Marvel stuff anymore. It doesn't seem like he has to, which is kind of a bummer. Like he's produced a couple things, but like the, his like post Iron Man success career is kind of weird when you start to like look at it, where it's just like okay, he's hanging out. Well, you know, he does like he'll do like an Iron Man or two. He'll do like an Iron Man. He'll do, he'll do like an Iron Man two. He'll do an Iron Man three. Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> He'll do like uh, what's that one where he's the music guy and Jamie Foxx is in it and he's he's yeah uh, you know what I'm talking about he's playing the violin or some shit. Is that a violin? No, what? I think I know. It's, not, it's like a cello. Rain he's like a cellist. And he, no, it's is that with Adam Sandler? Uh, that's a Sandler flick. That's uh, Happy Madison. Um, do you ever work with Happy Madison? Um, uh, well, your son Sam certainly has, Dan. <laughs> I just try not. To. Oh, did you just get that? Yeah, I think he just got that. That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. No problem, John. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so we're trying to get Robert Downey Jr. on, on the show. Oh, that'd be he, awesome. uh, even for like a cameo. Well, he might, he might, he went. You know, direct an episode or two. Dude, that'd be we'll that'd see. be fucking awesome if if you got our, Robert to do. Uh, can I call him Robert? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, if you got Robert, not only to make omelets on set, but also to direct an episode or two. He calls me. He makes me call him Tony, so it's a little less awkward uh, to call him Robert. Oh, that's weird. Does he call you Happy? No, he just calls me bitch. Oh, you you should tell him. Well, I can't be happy. You know, if you keep calling me that, I think that's, you know, that's not, that's not, he shouldn't be doing that. Well, that's, that's kind of a ninja joke in the Iron Man team. It's, uh, you know, they call me Sad Hogan on set. Oh, oh God. Uh, I'm sorry about that. The only Sad Hogan I knew uh, before th- this conversation was uh, Hulk Hogan uh, uh, within the last couple of years. He's had, he's not had a, he made a lot of money in that lawsuit, but boy, he's had a rough go of it recently. 
<laughs> I'm sorry for bringing up Hulk Hogan's sad life. Um, yeah, John, uh, I'm trying to think if I had any other questions. Oh, I did want to ask more about Previsula, who 100%, that character's name 100% had to have come from Previs, right? Like, they they definitely came up with a character and, like, had a concept for how he would look. And then, because he's a Mandalorian, you, you did the voice of a Mandalorian commander who is, like, the leader of, like, this badass group of, like, mercenary Mandalorian pirates who are, like, Boba Fett's, and you also wielded, uh, like, the Darksaber, which I think has more lore to it, but I only know it from the show as being a badass uh, black lightsaber that you had stolen from somebody. That's a cool character. I don't know. (laughs) Anything about what I just said? Did, I haven't sussed out the deals with Disney about my role as an actor on the uh, show. Did you just show up and um, read lines at, for the Clone Wars? Like, oh, yeah. you, so you never. There's an uh, easy six figures. Six you know, figures, you know. holy shit! <laughs> you get that. You, you get that. Uh, Hugo Weaving Transformers oh. money. You know, it's it's. You do what? Yeah, you do what? Hugo Weaving, and then uh, I think. Um, Somebody who you had technically worked with on the Iron Man movies. Uh, uh, fucking what's his name? Uh, the albino guy from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> fucking what's his name? Paul, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany and like never watched any of them until like he was just like, oh shit, I need like, hey, do you want to be Vision? He's like, yeah, I guess I'll watch these and cha-ching. So he went from having like, it's because it's, Hugo Weaving famously has never watched a Transformers movie. He just gets paid and does the line. And then Paul Bettany like had said he had never watched an Iron Man or Avengers movie. And I'm sure he had the easiest job, which was I'm going to show up in this chair. I'm going to just be a disembodied voice, say all these lines. But now he has like the heart. He has to sit in the most makeup. Like no one is even close to that. You know, like yeah, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy level oh, bad. I do not right. envy yeah. him. Uh, he he he's arguably worse though because he's got the headpiece that they got to match and yeah. everything. But well, uh, I'm sure Bradley Cooper uh, probably has it the worst. Oh yeah, well I mean they have to cut him into. <laughs> The size of a raccoon. It's very Every painful. Day. It's a very painful process. That's why we day. haven't seen Bradley Cooper in a lot of movies well, lately. The, you know, I live in Philadelphia, and he was at the uh, the Super Bowl. He was cheering on uh, the birds because he's from uh, around here. You know. Oh yeah, that's right. He is. Uh, he is a Philly and he guy. He went to Malvern Prep. I want to say, uh, which was one of our rivals uh, in high school, and uh, yeah, I'm still carrying that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that's dude, John. This was I don't want to keep wasting your time. This is going on like forty five minutes, like almost. Uh, I or close to forty, I guess, since I called. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I think it'd be cool. You know, I'm excited to see the show. Um, it's as you said, it's kind of going to be like a bar hopping sort of uh, space adventure with two characters we don't really know a lot about. Uh, I, I'm excited. I think, you know, you've done a lot of stuff. You know how to use special effects, and I think um, you're going to be able to bring that um, know-how to, like, a really Thank cool you. show, you. you know, on a TV budget. Yeah, you know, we're going to have a lot of jibs, you know. Oh. It's going to be good. Uh, it's it's going to be, you know, we're going to use as many jibs as we can how possibly many, How many jibs can you uh, use? You know, TV budget usually like two jibs per, per TV episode. So you know, two jibs. Is that like maybe three billboard, three billboards? And you, jib, I thought three you know? billboards you'd need, you'd need a movie's budget for that. 
a budget for the movie and the awards push. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, you know, was, you know, Robert Downey Jr. knows how yeah, it no, is. I'm sure he knows how it is. Um, well, John, I don't want to keep wasting your time. Uh, so, last couple of thoughts. Uh, Can we talk about the boss, John? Baby? Did you love the boss baby or something? I freaking love the boss baby and i'm trying to get a role in two and even maybe i'll even settle for the tv show on netflix but doesn't even have baldwin in it i'll do that oh it's not a dieter bader you know dietrich bader from uh napoleon dynamite yeah you know there's that adele song where uh it's uh where she goes, treat her better, gotta let go. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm talking about? There's an adult. Yeah. It, well, whenever I hear that song, whenever she goes, treat her better, in my head, I swear to God, I always go, Dietrich better. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the fucking time, John. Um, <laughs> it cracks me up, and I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think anybody would find this funny, but apparently John Favreau does, so that's pretty good news for me. <laughs> Um, so John, before, yeah. I want to let you go. Um, I, I got a lot of cool information. I feel like I want to ask you so much more stuff, I, but I feel like I was learning so much as well. Um, do you have any questions for me? I guess. What'd you think of, uh, those, uh, Oscars? What'd you think of the movies? Oh, uh, phew. me and Sean, we're going to talk about this. Uh, boy, it's 11:45 here. Uh, so I don't think I can get really into it. Okay. Well, we can do that in the next episode. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll stop in oh, and say, hey. Oh, that'd be cool if you, if you want to stop I know where you guys work out now. So I know you guys work now. So yeah, that's I'll, cool. Uh, I'll swing by the studio. Yeah, check and, our uh, meme page, I guess. Or I'll be checking our meme page yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. I, re- I heard that, uh, yeah, he was, uh, Sean was trying to revamp the the social media presence is more of an original meme content page. Yeah, no, so, it, uh, it is. I do zero of the work on that end. <laughs> Oh <laughs> well, yeah, Sean's got more free time, so it's okay. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just lazy. Um, plus, John, I mean, you brought up the Emoji Movie, but I do another podcast called Andrew Makes a Case, and I still have I got to edit the last episode. Me and uh, my co-host on that did, uh, where we subjected ourselves to um, the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Uh, and so I've now seen the Emoji Movie and the Boss Baby this year. So I uh, did two things I never wanted to do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I asked about the icing problem. I, um, I uh, referenced that I, I don't enjoy that one part of Iron Man 2. Um, I mean, I, I made reference to Cowboys versus Aliens. Um, Yo, uh, do you think Beyonce and Donald Glover's cover of Can You Feel the Love Tonight, which I assume you're keeping in The Lion King, are you, are you keeping that in? Uh, we, uh, we're keeping a few songs. Uh, we haven't decided what yet, but, uh, you know, it's going to be oh, more than more than Jungle Book, you know, because we, oh, we only uh, wanted to keep the bare necessities of the songs in Jungle Book. Oh, so. my God, dude. That's really that's really good. Uh, well, I was just gonna ask though if you were gonna have Donald Glover and Beyonce cover. Can you feel the love tonight? I um, mean, that's 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 just you're looking at Ching right there. It's just I see dollar signs when you get that together. Well, my question was, do you think that's gonna be um, the number one fuck song of 2019 or whenever the movie comes that's out? That's gonna be the number one fuck song from 2019 to the next time they make the remake The Lion King and. It's like El- Elton John's clone singing it or some shit. <laughs> Shelton John. 
That's his clone. That's the name of his clone. Everyone knows that. Um, you should read a fucking science book, John Favreau. Uh, well, John, uh, I'm gonna let you go. Um, uh, if that you don't is, mind, I think I think I hear Sean coming up the stairs. I think he's uh, done taking a shit. So uh, I'll. Uh, Wait, is that what Sean's been doing? Are you at Sean's house right now? <laughs> Yeah, 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 he said he had to uh, void his bowels, and you know sometimes he can. He's been reading the disaster artist, oh. so maybe he got you know a little sucked into that. And he, uh... oh, it's very yeah. easy to get sucked oh, into yeah. that book. And you know what happens when you get sucked in? Uh, it's it's pretty hard to let stuff get pushed out, you know. So he's probably just all backed up. But I thought he told me he was working late because I was like amazed, like he, you know. I'd be I if I think he's crazy if he was taking a shit the entire time that for our podcast we were interviewing John Favreau. He told me it was work. Oh boy. Oh, that's what he calls that's what he calls voting his bowels. He oh. adds a couple hours at the end of uh his work day to uh <laughs> just do it while you're at work, Sean. Like the rest of us. There's like math. Well, you're on set. You don't have a lot of time to poop, you know. Oh, that's no, oh, that's true. I always try and I use not always, but the sets where you can make time to do it, like I'm sure you know, John, but like <laughs> it's, it makes the. Well, that's what we, we call it Johnny time. Yeah, you call it Johnny time. Uh, you go on the John, you have a Johnny time. You're just, you know what? You've had a long day working with Robert, just pointing all these jibs where they got to go, and you are fucking filled up with omelets. Because <laughs> fucking Sam Rockwell or someone has just been, it's probably Sam Jackson. <coughs> I assume it was Sam Jackson on Iron Man 2 because um, he's not in it that much, but he's definitely on the poster. So that's he's probably on omelet bar duty, right? If you if you want a good measurement for who's probably doing omelet duty, uh-huh. it's probably whoever's the and on the credits in the poster. So like and Michael Caine in the Batman movies and Russell Crowe in Man of Steel. Oh, we got to rewind on that. You, so Michael Caine in the Batman movies was technically also doing the functions of a butler and just fucking whipping up eggs for Christian Bale. Wow. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty commonplace, actually. It's, oh, a, it's an industry practice that's been around since the uh, silent film era. So, like, Force Awakens... Max von Sydow on his old fucking German ass is just making everybody eggs. He's 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 flipping eggs, Benedict. He's making eggs scrambled. He's making some veggie. I make some mean veggie. Oh, that's 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 pretty good. That's that's really nice. I'll be honest with you, John. That's gonna be my main takeaway from this is that whoever has the so like John John C. Riley and or Glenn Close was whipping them up on Guardians. I'm just trying to think of other movies that have an Andrew yeah. with. As this is fascinating to me. Um, wow. Uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle, every time John, Don Cheadle shows up for an Avengers flick, he's whipping them oh, up. Oh, wow. Probably. Uh, is who would have been doing it on the set of the Oceans movies, though, you know? I... Bernie Mac. No, do you, you know what? Do I. You know what? That is probably who I would want. He. Oh God. Bernie Mac behind the grill, just whipping up omelets for everybody, or the stove whipping up omelets for everybody on set. The. Oh, dude, that would have been the best. Brad Pitt. That's probably why Brad Pitt was always eating. They were probably omelets the whole time. You know. 
You know how I was eating? Remember the Oceans movies? There's a new one. Yeah, it's like part of his uh, contract. Yeah, yeah, there's a new one coming out. Um, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, all right. Uh, before you unleash another one, I'm, I'm, you know, John, I'm gonna say goodbye. I don't know if Sean. If Sean was at work, if he was shitting, whatever you need him, if he's gonna come back, he can do that. Otherwise, I'll. Uh, I think I think he's here, so I'm gonna take off. Thanks for uh, having me on the show, okay. and uh, I'll uh, I'll be on. Uh, maybe I'll come back next week, and I'll maybe I'll talk to Sean a little bit. Okay, sounds good. All right, John, I'll see you. Hey Thanks. guys. Oh, oh, hey Sean, you came in. I just took a mean shit. I, I can't think straight. You just walked past John Favreau in your fucking house, and we are big fans of Favreau. <laughs> oh, oh man, what, ha- what did I miss? I don't know. I thought you were at work. Apparently, you're dating a big shit. I did a whole yeah, introduction that was talking about how I was like. Did John tell you about Johnny Time? It's uh, it's my Johnny Time. You also call it Johnny Time? All right, you're so fucking. Well, no, he told me about it before on the screening interview, and then. Oh, okay. Yeah. You screened Favreau. You didn't just say yes. <laughs> Why would you do this, Sean? What is up with you, man? Is this that girl? <laughs> is she? All right, man, you got to get your stuff sorted, dude. Like, you're not being money right now at all, if I'm being honest, man. All right, Sean, so, um, um, uh, um, yeah, so. What do you think about Robert Downey Jr., or not Robert Downey, uh, John Favreau doing, uh. John Favreau, man. (laughs) I just spent, like, almost an hour talking to him. And, like, we were talking about a lot of stuff. We learned, I learned a lot of stuff from him, um. Heard a little bit about the Star Wars thing. I'm not even going to repeat it to you because I think if I say it to you now, you're not even going to fucking remember what his show is about. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know what, though? In all honesty, I think he's going to be a great choice for this. I think when Favreau does well, he does really well. When he is off, this is kind of forgettable, you know? And, like, Star Wars... I guess that's probably that's kind of what you want. You you don't want it to be mm-hmm. really bad because I feel like when it's really bad that sticks more. But if it's forgettable, like that's probably fine. And it's TV, so if it's forgettable, it's like whatever. Yeah, no, who cares? I don't. It's I don't have to watch it. It'll be on Disney streaming site, which I'm sure once Disney owns all of us, like we're gonna have to like watch it mandatory. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of good stuff that he could probably do with it and bring to it. And um, the storyline that he was talking about sounds really cool. Um, learned about a couple other uh, things on set for him. Um, you know, it was a really good interview. You're definitely going to want to have to. You're definitely, Sean, let me tell you, buddy, you're definitely going to want to go back and listen to this in the editing. I'm still just amazed that you were having Johnny time and you weren't even like you told me you had to be at, at work. You're like, dude, I, you, you were like freaking out. You're like, I use my LA contacts. You said the way they put in parentheses, big Hollywood in order to get us a guest. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you said, I already made an Instagram post about it, a new meme. And you said, because this guy loves our memes and I was like, who the heck are you talking about? You told me fucking John Favreau. And, I, and you're like, yeah, John Favreau. He's ready to talk tonight, 11 p.m. East Coast time. I got to work real late. So, like, I was like, what? Get out of it. And you're like, no, I can't. I was like, Sean, I got a show tonight. You're like, no, too bad. So, 
you, you, you could, it, I, I'm, uh, I'm bummed that I missed it, but it, it just motivates me to get more famous people. Maybe I'll get, you know, walking next time. I could probably get David Wenham. <laughs> Yo, can we sit, can we at him? Can we at him when we release this? Right? He's gonna be like, "What is this shitty impression of me? Like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't sound like me at all." <laughs> Talking about making omelets. <laughs> I feel like John Favreau is such a nice guy. Where like, if this took off, like he would make us omelets. You know, like it'd be, like, it'd be like it'd be like a story you'd see on BuzzFeed, where it'd be like it's a like, picture of John Favreau with no fucking omelets. <laughs> the two of us, two podcasters, have a weird inside joke about John Favreau. You'll never believe what happened next. He made them omelets <laughs> when they watch, and they all watch Chef on one couch. John on the left, Sean in the middle, Andrew on the right, eating omelets. You're swapping stories about the movie Chef. He's like, oh, yeah, Sophia Vergara. Sophia Vergara was great to work with. (laughs) I think she's in that. Who can say? All right. Yeah, all right. Let's let's, uh, cut it there. Like, rate, subscribe, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, um, check out our memes. You might see Jon Favreau there liking them. Everyone at Jon Favreau so we can get some media attention. Yeah. Let's get like five. I think he'll notice if like five people at once at him. <laughs> Sean, wait, you really think you and me can get five people to at John <laughs> That's high, high expectations for our podcast. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I can get my mom. I can get my girlfriend. Maybe can get my Tom. My maybe Tom. Roommates. <laughs> friend of the show, Devin. Ricky. Ricky. I can ask my uh, my co-host Tom. He said he's going to start listening to it. He, I was talking to him. He's like, I should start listening to your other show. I was like, I literally turned to him. I said, Why? <laughs> I was like, We. Just, I was like, All you're going to do is give my movie opinions. We talked about before we did the emoji movie. We talked for a solid forty five minutes about X Men because <laughs> we just didn't want to talk about the emoji movie. <laughs> Some of it can we we'll make it in? <clears throat> can we? What? All right. Can I, I'm going to hit cut. Can I hit cut. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.